You're listening to MeSearch, a podcast featuring Filipino perspectives. In this show, we talk to trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses in the community to find out more about what they do. Join us as we learn and get to the bottom of things. Stay tuned. Wait, okay, I have so to start. I have to start yeah. first. Oh, Hold on. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry. Well, well, oh, well, well, well. Oh, well, 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 see you if you're listening to us because if you're listening to the podcast through other means then it's a one-way relationship but we love you regardless so <laughs> god wow also, we, tell we've it been like it live. really is <laughs> oh i love but no we love just you kidding. all we love you all we love you all no no, no. yeah um, i'm just kidding I'm we just have been, oh my god we've been on kumu for about Oh my god, like 25 minutes and we just, you know, never got around to hit and record on this, uh, <laughs> on our, uh, devices. I use Audacity, Crystal, you're on GarageBand. Well, clearly, you are yeah. audacious. You, <laughs> you're very garagey. <laughs> <laughs> so while oh, we're god. here on Kumu, let's take a moment to say hello um, if you want to shout out, leave a comment so that we can read your name and thank you for the the comments and or nice words. Or if you want to leave us some words of hate, please don't. But you're welcome to do that because yeah. the internet allows you to do so. Um, thank you for the hello, Archua. Um, Chris, uh, Krista, thanks for sharing this live. Baloney. Yes, thank you. Thank you for joining. Love that. And, uh... Sintunado. Tessa's here. <gasps> and Chachi's here. Hey, are you Ilocano? Is that also Tagalog? Sintunado? Somebody who knows the answer that, to that question, please uh, please let us know because I yeah. don't. Oh, because I haven't. Uh, so I'm Ilocano and um, <laughs> of course, like, you know, our family members in, in the community, they're very, 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 very judgy about people singing, okay? So, Sintanado <laughs> is like a very mm. common word. Okay, yes, it's also Tagalog. Thank you. Oh, so I heard that. So, it means that. pitchy. Somebody put, yeah. put in the Ooh. comments there. Or out of tune. Sintanado. Ooh. I'm Sintanado a lot. Oh, yeah, right. I'm so uh. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Faye says he married into the right family. <laughs> oh, we see you. We see you. Sing those we songs. We see you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, before we proceed in this episode, I have a question for Crystal. Okay. I guess logistic logistic question. Okay. Do you yeah. have that game with questions on them? I do, but I also have other questions that I found online. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I'm going off um, the LA Times, like, conversation starter things. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love okay, that. Okay, so thanks for getting that queued up. Um, so this, for the 
For the folks in the Kumu room at this moment, MeSearch is a podcast where we talk to trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses. We get to know them, um, and we get to learn more about the cool things that people are doing in the community to uplift each other and to kind of advance the field of whatever they choose to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, in this episode, we're talking to each other because we are trailblazers. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. We are blazing the trail, y'all. We're blazing we're, the trail. We're blazing it. Um, we're blazing it. I do feel like we are, though, in the Hell sense yeah. of, like, what we do, just like in, in regular life, like, we speak our minds and we use this podcast and the internet to um, empower other folks to do the same. So, yeah, you this know, episode, we're just having a bit of fun. Yeah. And I will say... Yeah. Sometimes it's hard speaking up, especially when you're taught not to. So this is good practice. I feel like ever since our podcast, it's been a little bit easier for me to express my honest and true feelings in more spaces. And um, yeah, so thank you, Boo, for that's awesome being here and for um, again inviting me to be part of this wonderful project um absolutely yeah it's evolving like into something so much bigger yeah Um, it's evolving and so like i wanted to say if you are someone who feels intimidated or frightened or scared to say what's on your mind in very specific spaces um i encourage you to i don't know find other spaces where you've and make spaces where you can speak your mind and say it like it is, however you think that is, and just practice. Yeah. It takes practice, and it's scary sometimes. Like, I feel my – I can feel myself shaking sometimes still when I have to say what I got to say in in specific scenarios. But, like, it's like, oh, dang. Like, I'm shaking, but I'm saying what I got to say, and – I feel better and powerful for it. So go do it. Yeah. We're here for what you got to say. That's all. Okay, bye. But stay. (laughs) Stay for the fun, get to know you questions. Do you want to start with uh, Chris or Krista? Krista's question that she, she put in the comments. Yeah, that's great. Let's do it. They are asking, how do you handle stress? Chris, thank you, Chris. How do you handle stress, boo? And in the comments, let us know how you handle stress. Mm, That is a great question because you cannot escape stress. I feel like it's that's a it's. A hard question because I feel that perhaps as a younger person, I I assumed that at this age that I am now, that I would be able to handle all of that. And in mm-hmm. some ways, like, yeah, I, I have the tools to better manage that, but it doesn't necessarily go away depending on the projects that I'm working on. But one thing that I do <clears throat> to handle stress is to be okay with not finishing tasks because I think that's what what 
causes stress in my life is feeling that there's so much to do and not being able to do all of it. Maybe just like picking a couple of those things from my list and just being happy that I was able to accomplish just the few. Because what I've learned in the past few years is that it takes it takes longer than what I normally might allocate time for to complete mm-hmm. a task. And part of that's because if you're using like technology or like certain tools, like things don't work the way they're always planned to. You might have to like restart your computer um, or you might have interruptions. So one thing that a, a friend of mine also suggested that I think I'm, that I've kind of adopted recently is like giving yourself 30 minutes like allocating 30 minutes as a buffer between tasks just to give yourself time to transition and also time to make up for time lost within that within that uh, block of time that you had allocated for a particular task. So those are things that I do. I also practice breathing. I notice when I'm like stressed, I stop breathing and I have to like consciously um, take a big breath, hold my breath and then like exhale slowly. And I think part of that, um, I guess, being under the umbrella of like mindful meditation is just being present in the moment and not and and refocusing your mind on you, your body and your immediate space, as opposed to like these external things that in the grand scheme of life are so trivial. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's like. Allowing yourself the time to, like, step away from the thing that is causing you stress. To just, like, exist and be and breathe. Yeah, And take in just, like, the basic needs of life, which is, like, oxygen. Go get a drink of water. Take a walk. Like, the basic things. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure there's, like, a bunch more I can, I can, I will remember later on. But what about you, Crystal? How do you handle stress? Well, that's so funny because I feel like I've been very stressed lately. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's wild because it's like it's January 31st today. Like we just started the year, Mm -hmm. but it just feels like a lot right now. And um, uh, I think in the first season, I mentioned that I have anxiety. Um, I have I have very deep anxiety and uh, sometimes I have depression and I go through bouts of depression. And I also actually just looked it up yesterday. Uh, Mercury is in retrograde. So I'm like, oh, this is all just coming Mercury together. Mercury is, is currently in retrograde? <laughs> yes. I'm like, it's all coming y'all, together. Watch, it's all making out, sense. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, gosh. And I've had a couple sessions with my um, my therapist to kind of figure out what is happening because I've just been feeling really down and um, I know a lot of it is also like, I know I've been feeling down because a big part of it is just being tired. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think I'm still tired from the holidays and I haven't really recuperated, even though we're not working, there's still a lot happening and there's a lot of like, um, things that I work on in, in, in therapy that comes, you know, I have to face it face on head on during the holidays. And it's just like, ah, you know, so I'm trying to like get through that and it's stressful and coming back to work. It's like, all right, we've got a plan for the year. Like what lessons am I going to teach my kids and my, my seniors? And it's just like, 
it's I don't know. It's just like a lot. It was a lot. And I've been mm-hmm. I've been very tired and bogged down within the last few weeks. And I just like very speaking very candidly. I had a, another panic attack like a few weeks ago. Oh, um, sorry, boo. It's all right. But um, I have more tools now after having to live through that on how to recuperate from a panic attack. Um <laughs> But, yeah, it's funny that you asked that because I've been going through all the things within, like, the last few weeks. Um, but for me, journaling has been really helpful. And just, like, writing out your feelings and not holding back and just, like, what is in your head? How do I, how do I suss out all the blah so we can get to a better a better vantage point of what's happening really. Um, so journaling has mm-hmm. been helpful in times of stress. Um, breathing as well. Breathing has definitely been helpful. Um, Michael um, was so sweet. And, you know, if you have like a partner who's as gracious and kind and thoughtful, like make sure to give them the love. So here's a love to Michael. He got me a little massage um, in the middle of the week, which was, I actually got the best massage I've ever gotten in my entire life this week Aww. or last week, last week. It was amazing. I'm like, I'll never forget Ellie from Blossom Spa in Hollywood. You're amazing. <laughs> did you go to an actual like spa location or did you have like one of those people, um, like those traveling masseuses come uh, to your house? I- I traveled to the place and it was really mm-hmm. nice. I felt really safe because like they had this kind of um, like platform that you step on that like has UV rays and um, or UV lights Ooh. and like some like sanitizing spray to like sanitize you before you like get into the um, the area to the rooms. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is. I feel safe. This is nice. <laughs> like yeah, in that's COVID great. times. Like I've been meaning to get a massage. Ooh, get one. <clears throat> get one. It was yeah, amazing. It it's been so long since I've gotten a massage and I didn't even know that I really needed that massage. But if you have the means, oh. um, get a massage. <laughs> Um, and yeah, just, I think in times of stress, like remember, like centering yourself and like also remembering, um, I don't know what's good about today or what's good about me in this moment, I feel like is always helpful (laughs) and kind of having those little wins, having that little celebration about Something I think is always helpful. So also, thank you for the five-minute gratitude journal for Christmas, boo. You're welcome. I I also, like, got into journaling, so I was like, oh, this is a great practice that I feel like should be a normal thing for folks. So I thought it would be nice to, you know, share that with you to let you have that as as a tool if you so choose. Yes. And I've been really, really liking that and loving that. And yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Patty is in the chat and he says, always say yes to your needs and don't be afraid to say no to other things that can wait. I agree. Because yes. there are a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of things, a lot of outside institutions or what have you, like they have expectations of you or demands, but you have to like really prioritize like what is good for, for you so that you may be well enough to continue to do those other tasks or those other asks. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Everyone. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Take care. Listen of to your body. Listen to your heart. Listen to your mind. And do what it needs. Yes. Yes to all of that. All right. Thank you for the question. Yeah, thanks. And thank you for the the folks who stopped by. So while um, maybe Crystal, do you want to queue up a question? I'll say hello to folks in the chat. Yeah. Um, so Janari, thank you for joining. Mahadi, call me Jess. Um, Bentatress, Van, Smile, Shy, Renrang, uh, Ryan, Nolan, Triss, Jaber, Jimmy Chua, Mia Moore, Shang, Baby Charles, Loa, Mr. Moy, Sir Jom, and who else did I forget? User 127-68397. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. All right, so Crystal's got some questions, um, some fun questions for the rest of our time together, just to, you know, get to know each other, perhaps on a deeper level. Um, yeah. For the day. Let's do one serious and one light. Love it. Okay. Okay, so uh, question, if you can think of it, if you can think of a mm -hmm. time, um, yay, uh, and if not, I'll move on to the next question. Okay. okay so the question is, um, tell me a time that you benefited from rejection. Hmm. That I benefited from rejection. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. There's just, that's hard for me to, to answer because there's too many, too many uh, situations to, to pull from. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Aww. Um, rejection, rejection, rejection. I feel like, ooh, well, I've definitely applied for jobs and have gone through interview processes and didn't get the job. So, I think in that sense, like rejection, like, I, I think it like thickens your skin, to be honest. Like having people say no. Um it, it thickens your skin because mm -hmm. then you're able to do it again the next time. You're not, and it's not such a, uh, a tough experience, um, having to go through another round of job interviews the, the second time. I think in general, rejection is helpful just because, you know, you can't have everything you want or ask for in life. Mm -hmm. So being comfortable with, Rejection allows you to also ask for the things that you want without fear. Like, okay, cool. They said no. That's 
fine. I'm still alive, but you know, it didn't hurt to ask because sometimes when you ask the question or you go for that opportunity, that, that rejection or that failure, um, you know, it propels you to do something else the next time, or, you know, it was, it was a hidden blessing in disguise. Um, that's what I feel. I love that. Yeah. Quick, concise answer. Cool. (laughs) What about you? Um, okay. So when I decided to go back to school for something that I actually loved and something that I'm actually very good at, which is acting, being in the theater, um, I first went to Cypress College uh, to like test out the waters and see if like, was, is this really for me, the acting thing? Because I, I've always been a musician. Um, but like I've, I've done acting and I think that this would be the next step in my artistic journey. And I think the art is very cool. Dove into it. I'm like, yes, the art is very cool and I'm mm-hmm. so here for it. And this is, this is definitely for me. Um, so I went to Cypress College first and then I decided to get my bachelor's, um, in acting and I applied to go to Chapman University and I really wanted to go to Chapman to get my bachelor's. And I also, um, um, applied for Kelsey Dominguez Hills. Um, I, I applied at a time where I couldn't apply to more schools, but I'm like, I need to do this now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get into Chapman. I was like, oh man, like bummer. Like I really wanted to go to Chapman. Um, and I didn't know much about Cal State Dominguez Hills. I was like, I honestly, I've never heard of Cal State Dominguez Hills. I don't even know where Dominguez Hills is. And yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll, I didn't get into Chapman, so I'm going to go to Dominguez Hills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, going to Dominguez Hills was probably, or applying to because I got in. So it's not like I did it. Well, you know, I still had a choice. I could have said, ah, I don't want to go to Dominguez Hills. I guess I'll just wait until the next round where I can apply for another bachelor's degree somewhere else. So, yes, it was a choice. Going to Cal State Dominguez Hills was probably like one of the best decisions I've ever made and some of the greatest times I've ever had in school as like, you know, a student having fun and exploring the world and also a student in the discipline Mm -hmm. because I learned so much at Cal State Dominguez Hills. I loved all of my professors. I loved the program. I loved my peers. Um, and it was such an amazing growing experience for me as an actor. And I just need to shout out Cal State Dominguez Hills because they don't get enough. Um, I don't, I feel like they don't get enough love and enough attention, but the theater program at Cal State Dominguez Hills is all yes. And they prepared me. They truly prepared me to go into a graduate program at CalArts. So, yeah. I loved being at Cal State Dominguez Hills. Um, I'm glad I was rejected from Chapman because I don't know if I would have had um, the same kind of 
meaningful experience as an actor. Um, and yeah, that's me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I have um, another uh, story that just came to mind. Ooh, that perhaps... tell us. So it's something that I've thought about often. Mm-hmm. Maybe even dreamed about. Maybe okay. in like a uh, kind of scary way. But one year I was invited. I was recruited from like some casting producer to audition for American Idol in like the later seasons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is a really big deal. It was so nervous. And it was like a direct, it was like a direct audition. It wasn't one of those like cattle call things. Like you show up, you wait in line, like overnight, like you had an appointment to see the actual like executive producers. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And like, I don't know if you remember Crystal, but like you helped me audition or you helped me with my audition song. But like, I felt like I sang the song well, um, when I was practicing it, but like in the moment, like I choked, I only sang like the first two words of the line and like, I didn't remember any of the lyrics. And then like they, it was just a very like awkward experience for me because I was like, like, dude, I know I can do this. I know I can sing. Like you all invited me here, like obviously. Um, And it was hard for me to like get through that moment because I was like, it was just a very scary thing having to like put yourself out there. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like already, I don't want to say old because I was still in my twenties, but it was like one of the last years I would have qualified to audition. It was like 28. I was like 27, 28. Oh yeah. Almost mm-hmm. one of those. Um, but like the, <laughs> I was like, please let me try again. Please let me try again. <laughs> like I can do this. Oh. It was really pathetic, like really pathetic. And like they were, the producers were talking to each other. Like he choked, like, like, no, like (gasps) next time, like you can, it's a no, like you can try again another time. Appreciate it. But no, but um, yeah, that was hard for me. Um, But what I learned, what I took away from that moment, that particular rejection is that like, you know, People don't invite things to you to watch you sink and fail. They have high expectations because they believe you can succeed. And I don't think I had the right mindset going in because I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to fail. Like, I'm not good enough. I was telling myself these stories that, like, I didn't belong. And I think that is what, like, <laughs> tripped me up because of my, my I wasn't focused on the fact that I was invited to be there to perform a song that I knew very well. But um, yeah, like from that moment, I realized like when you're going to an audition, when you're going to an interview, when you're going to any, any event or like um, any, when you're going into any moment where you have to present or perform or like deliver the people in that room want you to succeed and they want you to do well. So there's nothing for you to be concerned about if, if your biggest worry is what they think of you, because they already think that you're the shit. 
Mm-hmm. That's why you're there. So I think um, from that moment, I was I had to like uh, take that into like every other like aspect of life, and I, I do think about that a lot because it was like shit. Like I, I really could have had that could have been like a moment for me, and I just like uh, wasn't prepared mentally mm-hmm. for that. But you know, yeah. um, now in moments where there's like high pressure, where you have to deliver. It's like you have to just recognize that the people in that room sitting in front of you, they want you to do well. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're if you're going to uh, apply for a job, they're not looking for like they're looking for they asked you in because they know that you have great qualifications, that you might be a great fit. Like you're there for a reason if you got if you got that interview, so... Yeah, they don't want to waste their time just, yeah, like, not, talking to they, shitty people. <laughs> yeah, they already did that. They already, like, they already um, sussed out all the all the people who might not be The people that they for sure, fit. they knew they didn't want. Yeah, so, yeah. like, yeah. In, like, a, like a, in a traditionally professional setting. Yeah. We're going to apply that. Yeah. Um, and just in life, because love on yourself. Like, you're great. And, you know, I love that you brought that up. Because as an actor, like, I always have to think about, like, when I get into the audition room or, like, do a self-tape, mm-hmm. it's so hard to get out of my head still sometimes. It's like, oh, I want to give them what they want. You know, like I'm trying to give them what they are trying to make me do versus like they saw something in me as an artist that I can maybe create something more possibly from this character or from this scene that they might, they they can't see yet. Yeah. So. You are special. Do you? I'm special. You're yeah. special. We're all You're special. special. Everyone in this Kumu is special. Yeah. And your perspective, your Filipino perspective. <laughs> hey, bring it back. Hey, Research bring podcast. It back. Yeah. Featuring Filipino <laughs> perspectives. <laughs> yeah. They bring something to the table and your singular experience brings something to the table that maybe even someone who is very similar to you. They don't have what you have. They don't have the zhuzh that you have. Yeah, you everyone can't give has anyone their own zhuzh. little zhuzh. Yeah. Ooh, so, I need to start telling people that. I need yeah. to start, like, I need to put that phrase in my pocket <laughs> when I have, like, opportunities to give feedback to people who I think, like, really kick ass but don't believe that they kick ass. You have your own zhuzh. You have your own zhuzh. Love on your zhuzh. Love on your zhuzh. Love on we your should make that zhuzh. the title of this episode. Love on your zhuzh. <laughs> yes, I'm so here for that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because it's funny because going to an audition room, you're going to see people who look just like you, right? Mm-hmm. So that might be confusing. I'm just applying this and thinking out loud now. Um, like this, like these, like women might be like in the same room as like, oh, the Southeast Asian call, right? Southeast Asian girl call or whatever. Um, I'm like, ah. But it's like, 
they're looking for something that is different. We all look the same, but there's something different about every single performance that's going to happen. Yeah. Because of either the tools that this actor has, the life experience that this actor has, but it's, you know, everyone's going to be different. So why try to be the same Mm -hmm. anyway? Right. Yeah. So yeah, love on your zhuzh. So I think we have time for one quick light question to end the episode. Do you have a light question? Um, best series that you've watched within the last couple months. Oh, best series that I've watched in the in the last couple months. <sighs> Don't say Squid Games because I feel like that's been done, and that's very <laughs> like fall, like Halloween. Um. Let me think about this. Everyone, put your put your response to this question in the chat. Yeah, let us know what you're watching. So that we can, yeah, so that we can have some recommendations. Folks are saying WandaVision and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We have some MCU folks in here. Mm-hmm. So one show that c- came to mind that I've seen in the last few months, uh, Singles Inferno. Which Ooh, is a that? reality TV show on Netflix. It's okay. it's um, very Terrace House in the same in in a similar format, a similar format as Terrace House in that it's a reality show, and then in between scenes, there's a panel of commentary folks, like people who deliver commentary about the show. It's like very meta in that way, Ooh. but it's a dating show. People are like on an island. And they are paired up to do like activities and dates and they have to, they have to um, declare an individual to be their like top ideal partner. And then if they pick each other, they get to go on this like hotel vacation off of this secluded island in like um, fancier accommodations but let's be real like the the folks who have seen singles inferno know that like the island that they're all on is like borderline glamping it is glamping (laughs) they're like in a tent with like big beds electricity there's a bathroom where the girls do makeup there's a kitchen so it's not that bad but you know that's the premise of the show cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite character or like a favorite person on the show? Yes. Um, oh my god. Jay uh I wanna call I wanna say Jay Tang. Let me hold on. Singles. asking who's your bias? Jinte. Jinte from Singles Inferno. You better look him up. J I N T A E K. Does, Wait, say, okay. Say that again. Jin who? Jin Tay. But it's spelt with like a silent K. J I N T A E K. T A E K. Okay. If you're what if you're listening to this episode, look him up <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Yes, he's a good-looking fella. He's a good-looking yeah. fella. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> Zarina is loving this right now. She's loving I'm like this. not all caught up yet. I'm like on episode five. So I, I still have a few more episodes to go. But like, that's a really good show. Like Netflix, the reality TV on Netflix is so good. Awesome. Okay, Patty's saying, who's the guy with the hairy chest? He's cute. That's Jinte, Patty. (laughs) (laughs) Faye, I shamelessly binge Too Hot to Handle. Is that a- That's basic. Too Hot to Handle is a similar premise, where, but it's like um, Western. I think it's like a mix of American and, and like UK contestants, but they speak English and it's um, a little bit more raunchy, I would say, because like uh-huh. the culture is a little bit different. Um, but it's similar premise. You stick a bunch of hot people on an island and you, they try to pair up. <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite show that you want to call out, Crystal? Okay. So Mike also mentioned this uh, and I have the same answer. Um, uh, I love Search Party. Search Party has been my jam. And they just had their series finale. Um, Oh, my gosh. I love Search Party. So, Search Party is pretty much these millennials who are trying to figure out life. Um, But mix that in with some comedy, some mystery, some drama, some... You know, like, I I can't even pick one genre um, that this series belongs to because it's, it's everything. It's literally mm-hmm. everything. Um, and I don't want to say much, but, um, I yeah, it's just a bunch of millennials <laughs> in New York. Um, and it starts off with one of them. Finding a um, a sign in the city saying that this woman is missing. And this woman used to be an old classmate of theirs in college. Hmm. So that's how it begins. Is there a musical episode? There is not a musical episode. But, okay. well, I mean, there's, there's someone who sings at some point. There is a musical episode? I can't remember oh that. <laughs> Michael said there's a musical episode. I just figured I like if if it truly is like all of like so many different genres, then I would expect there to be a, a musical episode because like shows like um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer from like the 90s <laughs> and early 2000s, I would have classified as like a show that hit every single genre because it was so funny. It had dramatic moments. It was like sci-fi. Yes. Um, yes. And mm-hmm. like supernatural, and yeah. there was a musical episode. Yeah, Search Party is, yeah, everything, and it is so intelligently written. Mm-hmm. Like I am so impressed with the writing, and I'm very impressed with the performances of all the actors on the show, um, especially Aaliyah Shawkat. She is phenomenal. And the the whole ensemble is just, they have, like, one of the best chemistries of an ensemble that I've seen. Okay. All right. So, y'all check it out. So Singles good. Singles Inferno and Search Party. 
Put that on your must-watch list. Yes. Um, okay, that was fun. That was fun. What's for dinner? Oh, dinner. Salad. <laughs> I'm trying to look... I'm trying to make healthy choices for my body. Um, so I'm having salad and ground beef, rice, and broccoli. <laughs> Very nice. We love... We love good choices or yeah. healthy choices. I'm trying to approach it in that way as well. I'm trying to have a better relationship with food. And mm. um, yeah, it's just a choice. That's it. What What's for dinner for you? Um, I might have some leftover meatballs and soup. Mm. Tomato soup. Alvondegas. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> no, no, just a tomato bisque. Sorry, but that tomato. sounds tomato. Okay, got way it, better. Got it, got it. But I also like a tomato bisque. So they both sound good. Either one would be great on my plate mm, or my bowl. Yeah. Let's end with a positive affirmation. Oh, that's so cute! I love yeah. our little friendship that we have here. Ending with yeah. affirmations. Let's. So I will say, everyone here is amazing and doing great uh, for the community because you're showing up. You're showing up for a platform that is by Filipinos for Filipinos. Um, and I definitely appreciate the feeling of togetherness in this moment. So thank you. Oh, I yeah. love that. Hey, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, it's just like it's always overwhelming to see folks engaged with us. Um, and chat with us and um, tell us what your thoughts are. Um, I think for me, Serge, we want to start these conversations, whether it be like talks about our favorite shows right now, all the way down to our history and our current events. And, and of course, our are amazing community members who are doing great things that we get to highlight and talk to and pick their brain about or pick their brain. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. I just want to say to everyone, you are enough. That's it. All right, y'all. Thank you for hanging out with the me search podcast, me, Dustin and crystal follow me search at me search podcast on Kumu, on Instagram, on Twitter, and all of the things. Follow Crystal at Crystal Tagati on Instagram and Twitter, even though she doesn't super duper use it. But she's there if you want her. Follow me at It's Dustin Dom on Instagram, Kumu, and uh, Twitter, and what else? All of those other things that exist in this world. Um, so thank you once again. You are loved, you are appreciated, and you are enough. So blaze your trail, boo. Blaze your trail. Blaze your trail. Thanks, oh, everyone. And love on your zhuzh. Sorry. <laughs> love on your zhuzh, y'all. Love, love on, on your, your zhuzh. Thanks for listening. MeSearch is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti. Editing by Dustin Domingo. If you enjoy MeSearch, make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to check us out at MeSearchPodcast.com and follow us at MeSearchPodcast. 
We're gonna get to the bottom of things. This is me search, folks. Woo! Woo! 